Here we go gathering nuts and may, nuts and may, nuts and may. Here we go gathering nuts and may on a cold and frosty morning. Whoops! My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And And we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 70. And in this episode, we have a twofer for you. As you guys know, usually when a remake comes out, we do the original Mm -hmm. and we do the remake instead of doing the remake as a hype episode and we make it a Monday episode. So today we are going to be discussing the 1933 Universal Monster movie, The Invisible Man. Mm -hmm. And we are also going to be discussing the 2020 remake slash reimagining of the Invisible Man, starring Elizabeth Moss, right? Directed by Hold on, Lee Wanell. Thank you. Who is from yeah. the Saw franchise that we all Correct. know of? He's amazing. Lee I knew Lee. I forgot the last name, <laughs> <laughs> but came on the scene with James Wan back mm-hmm. in 2004 with Saw, and has done The Insidious and some other things. The Insidious. I was going to say The Insidious films, and right. then I said The Insidious. You guys know what I mean. So this was actually my first time seeing Invisible Man from 1933, watching it for this film. And we'll kind of talk about both, but mm-hmm. Invisible Man from 1933 is only an about an hour right. film when you cut out the beginning credits and some of the end music. Mm-hmm. It's an hour 12 from opening credits to end. So it's very short. Right. And it's dark mm-hmm. but it's much more humorous than yes. the 2020 that we just went and saw in theaters oh yeah like we just got <laughs> home from seeing literally that one and woo we'll get there in a minute <laughs> but i thought the 1933 one we'll just talk about that one first and then maybe talk about some similarities as yeah. we go through but then we'll get into the 2021 probably for most of this review mm-hmm it's pretty good. I thought it was fun. It is. There's sometimes black and white movies from back then. They can be a little slow, even at an hour. This one was, it kept the pace pretty good. It did. And it I was humorous laughed enough. a lot. Exactly. He was like very maniacal. Yes. So this scientist basically, we're still in the mad scientist era. Right. Like horror movies loved that at this point in time. Because in the 30s, we got Frankenstein and we actually continue with mad scientist themes pretty much up until the 50s. Mm-hmm. And so, or they're kind of sprinkled throughout. And he comes up with this, or he kind of duplicates some German research that he came across where he can make himself invisible. What he missed, though, was that in this research, it wasn't very well documented that, yes, you could do this, but it would drive you mad. Yes. And he fucking loses it. (laughs) (laughs) He does go mad. So you kind of see the invisible man wrapped up in bandages. That's how he can not be invisible, you know, coats and surgical bandages. Yeah, I mean, you could put on clothing. What are you going to do about your face? People are going to see that your face is not there. (laughs) Bandages. Exactly. And sunglasses. And a fake nose. (laughs) And he's traveling because he's like, oh, shit, I'm invisible. But I didn't quite think about how to, like, undo this. Yeah. So he's got to go figure that out. Because as most mad scientist movies from this era, they do the thing. And then they're like, (gasps) we got to undo the thing. Damn. (laughs) Like, I don't know why nobody thinks about this. But they get excited because they're scientists and and also they're men. And they don't think (laughs) about it. I'm sorry. But 
I'm not. But oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> they don't think about things. They just get excited and they do yeah. the thing. And they don't think about the consequences of the thing. And he's got his woman, as they usually do. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to disappoint her. And also, he makes a point later. Her name is Flora. That he's just a poor chemist and he wants to give her the world. And this was kind of his ticket to... Mm-hmm. It's not like he just wanted to, like, oh, I found this discovery. He wanted to do this to, like, be powerful and scary. And, like, yes, he does go mad. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, let's go kill people. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Which isn't funny in the new one. But it's funny in this one. There's even one part where he's, like, just scaring people. And he's only got pants on. Yeah. And he's like, here we go gathering nuts in May. And nuts I was like, that is so, is so funny. funny. And that's like way later. But he's just. Um, I would also like to turn invisible to fuck with the town, though. Like just dancing around with pant- with just pants, scaring yeah. people. I would fucking do that shit. No. Yeah. So the power of invisibility. Actually, you know, how like when you're a kid and people are like, what? If you could have any superpower, yeah. what would you have? Invisibility. So. so yeah, that would be your first one. It, always. I've thought of that forever. So I am actually on the lamer side of things. So at first, my first one was, oh, to fly. Like, I want to fly. Mm-hmm. But I always go back to breathing underwater. That probably uh, doesn't surprise yeah, 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 you yeah, yeah. about me. Like You'd I'm, be like Aquaman. You'd be like correct. having a whole city and queen yes, of it. Yes, I would be like queen underwater. Got yes. it. But invisibility would be super handy. I know, right? I would have no friends, though, because I would spy on everybody and be like, who's being a ho-ass bitch <laughs> behind my back? <laughs> Like, you know, you know, everybody talks about everybody behind their back at some point. That's fucking true. Just have no friends, maybe except for you, because you're more like my sister. So if you said something about me, I probably deserved it. You'd probably be like that bitch, but fine. (laughs) (laughs) Like I can't get rid of anybody else, you know. I just got (laughs) whatever. I'm stuck with. (laughs) I've already cut everybody else out. (laughs) But he goes to this pub because he's like, damn. I made myself invisible and I can't hang out with anybody else because, like, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to get suspicious. I don't have any of my labs. Because he kind of shares a lab with other yeah. scientists. They're going to be like, why are you covered in bandages all the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or that beaker's moving on its own. <laughs> like, one or the other. And so he just goes away. And he goes to this pub and, like, this little mm-hmm. kind of, he calls them, like, Hicks or what, <laughs> Bumpkins, I think yeah. he calls them. So it's kind of this, like, off-the-beaten-path yeah. city. The pub owner's wife is actually in Bride of Frankenstein. God, I knew I recognized her yeah. fucking scream. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she won't stop screaming. Like, I feel so bad for the barkeep, the owner of the place, because his wife just won't stop. She, I literally made a note <laughs> because her screaming. I was like, can somebody so kill her? God. <laughs> and then even the Invisible Man is the father of the Wolfman. I don't know if you recognize his voice at all. I did the not. Same it's man. been a while since I watched Wolfman. This was like his first movie. Maybe second movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to this pub and he's like, leave me alone. He's very demanding. He's yeah. very pushy. He wants what he wants. And he's like, I want a room with a fire and a private sitting room, even though it's winter and they don't like house people. Mm-hmm. But he gets what he wants. And the pub is all gossipy about him because like, what happened to him? He's a criminal. He got in this horrible accident. He's got all his bandages on. So basically, Basically, he is rude as fuck, and they interrupt him, and he, like, pushes this old woman down. Because he, well, he closes the door in her face, and it knocks her over, and she runs downstairs screaming. Screaming. The man, his, her husband goes up to confront him, and he fucking throws him downstairs, basically. Oh, yeah. So he's creating this conflict for himself. But again, at first you're like, this dude's just an asshole. Like, if you were just like, hi, could you please leave me Mm -hmm. alone? But then it makes sense when you find out, oh, the 
whatever he's been injecting himself with is making makes you go mad. Yeah. yeah. And then basically his scientist buddies are like, you know, they're figuring all this out on the side. He goes back to one of the scientists who's kind of like his best friend who also is in love with his woman. Mm-hmm. Would like to mention that as soon as he bailed, he was like, oh, Flora, I love you. Yeah. Please don't go back to him. Look, he left you. Fuck me instead. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, I made a note that especially in this era, women are, well, women are always the damsels in distress. Like, yeah. we're starting to get better. Like, in the new one, for example, she is the damsel in distress, but she's also very strong. Right. You know, we're still victims, but especially in this era, but I'm, all the men in all these, like, 1930s, 40s, 50s are all hella emotional about all these women. Oh, yeah. Hella, like... But we're the emotional ones. Right, right, right. <laughs> I cannot stand to not marry you. I have to get married. To, I just cannot stand it. I'm like, you just want to bang her. Exactly. Like, y'all need to. God damn. And we're the emotional ones. Their hands are not enough anymore. They cannot handle it anymore. They can't do that. Handle it's it. against the... Handle it. Get it. <laughs> okay, well, basically, the cops are also getting involved, but nobody believes this, like pub first of all the, all these drunk people and also this fucking annoying ass lady that won't stop screaming about this invisible man mm-hmm. especially because this is kind of like scientists are like a little hokey mm-hmm. you know yeah this is the we still don't believe in science apparently in 2020 so <laughs> i mean back then the coronavirus is a hoax so of course right and even if there was a vaccine most people wouldn't fucking get it so you know <laughs> <laughs> we especially don't believe yeah. In the 30s, that there's an invisible man walking around. Because even if somebody was like, somebody's invisible, I'd be like, okay. I know. Sure. Yeah. Invisible. <laughs> How much you been drinking over if there? If you told me that, I would believe you. But that's about the extent of it. Because I know you ain't on no hard drugs, or I don't yeah. think, like, you're 30 now. So I think you've passed the point of, like, developing schizophrenia. I fucking hope. Like, there's even a guy. He. He's like the town drunk, and he's trying to tell the cops, he pushed me over and took my hat or my bike. And the cop's like, how much you have to drink that day? Well, just a few. <laughs> exactly. And uh, so he runs away from this town because he's like, oh, there's no way I'm getting any work done now. <laughs> <laughs> and he also has to be naked to yes. be invisible, obviously. Because in the new one, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this one, he has to be naked. <laughs> and he runs through this town. He's like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Like, the whole time, he's laughing like the fucking Joker. And he's just, like, tripping people. And- he knocks over a stroller that has a baby in yes, it. Yes, he does. And he's doing all this naked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fucking winter. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to get frostbite. Like whatever bro yeah he even talks about that at certain points he's like dress me in a blanket because it was cold were you just it sitting there naked the chilly. whole time <laughs> <laughs> my dick is very small exactly. but you can't see it so it's fine but he goes to this uh ho-ass friend that's trying to get his woman mm-hmm. i guess honestly it's not that great of a friend because now he's trying to get him to be his partner mm-hmm. and also to murder people for him so you know what take his woman as a consolation prize at this point because right? he's trying to get you to do terrible things <laughs> so you might as well have his exactly. female so he's like you're gonna be my insight partner or whatever he calls him mm-hmm. and this guy's like um <laughs> No thing, <laughs> no but thing he's terrified you. because yeah. this is. We'll talk about like the second or the remake is much 
more terrifying. Yes. It was, I told Brad and I were on the way to see it. And again, he doesn't really see a lot of these movies with us. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I've heard it's more of like a thriller, kind of more action-y than horror. It was definitely horror. horror. It's horror. Like, it's scary. Yeah. And I think it's the first horror that I've accepted the premise of a gun in it. Because usually guns are action, right? No. Whew. Scary. Yeah, it, it's ter- it was honestly terrifying. And I mm-hmm. was thinking, I guess I'll just say it now because it's fitting in the conversation we're having. This is scarier. An invisible man is scarier than a ghost yes. or a like phantom or a spirit because they, they have literally a, can fuck with you. They can pick you up. They can strangle you, which yeah. is what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And even in the old one, it is funny, but he does kill people. Yeah. He goes and back to the town to get his research and he murders the police inspector. Yeah, with people watching. And then he goes uh, towards the end of this film. So he he tries to get his friend to basically take over the world with him. Mm-hmm. Like, we can do anything we want. The only time people can see me is if I'm wet or if it's foggy, mm-hmm. basically. So we can do anything. I can be in any room at any time and nobody will know. I can spy on people. Mm-hmm. I can kill people. I can do whatever. And you basically are just going to be the partner that they can see. Like, nobody knows that we are going to be mm-hmm. in cahoots, basically. And this guy's like, what the fuck? But he's terrified, as he should be. Because yeah. this guy, if he says no to this guy, this guy can kill him. And will. At any no time. No problems about it. Mm-hmm. And does. He's going mad. Exactly. And so he says, okay, I'll do whatever you want. But then he calls Flora and Flora's father, who's another scientist that works with him, and says, you guys need to get over here. He's here. Mm-hmm. And Flora goes because she thinks that she can talk some sense into him. Which no. she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> because... In his head, he doesn't want to harm her, but he's like, I'm doing this for you. Right. And she's like, I don't want it. And he's like, I don't really give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, essentially, at this point, he has also called the cops Mm -hmm. the friend. And that just sets off everything into motion. The whole last act of this hour film. He says, I'm coming back to kill you at 10 p.m. tomorrow. So, now everybody believes that there's an invisible man because he's intentionally fucking with them as the invisible man. Mm-hmm. He is making himself very known. Yeah. They have like, let's hold hands, police chain of people trying to catch him and they know. They're putting loose dirt on top of walls so that if he walks, you know, mm-hmm. they'll and they'll throw paint at him and things like that. Like they're not being stupid about it, but they're so scared yeah. that a cat ruins one of their plans because it walks along the wall and they don't have the rationale to like look Look to see what it is they just start throwing i think it's tar actually not paint it's a white kitten and it's a black kitten actually (laughs) it's a poor cat (laughs) and so and also when he went back to the town and killed the police chief he was throwing bottles and things at Mm -hmm. them so they would see things moving the effects in this movie were really good too yeah for 1933, definitely. Especially, yeah, uh, things floating around on their own. I'm sure it was a lot of string work and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but it was really good. You, at least in the copy that I watched, you couldn't see any of the mm-hmm. movements. And they weren't... It didn't take you out of it. And then the last act, he fucking... A train. Like, he kills hundreds of people. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't just go out with, like, I'm gonna kill my friend for being a narc and this one police yeah. inspector for Which, being on my case. His friend, he leaves in a car and runs it over a cliff and then it just explodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is, like, not... It is not, like, subtle. No. So, it, he... In the end of this one, they do catch him. The cops do. Mm-hmm. 
because he again is not being subtle and he's not really making it difficult yeah. for them to they catch him. They find him snoring in a haystack. <laughs> yeah, God damn. and then they burn down the. Yeah. They smoke him out of the barn and he's leaving footprints, and so they're able to catch him. And as he's dying, his body comes back, back and he he dies, mm-hmm. and that's the end of it. And yeah, good movie, hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, five out of five. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm glad you liked it that much. I did. I just, I mean, there wasn't anything for me to ding. Like, it's a universal monster film that's good. It's an hour and 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It keeps up the it's pace. It's dark. Correct. I didn't mm-hmm. really have anything to ding. Now, it's a different, spoiler alert, it's a different kind of high rating that I'm going to give the next Yeah, film. definitely. For me, for this one. Yeah. Probably not quite as high. Four out of five. But okay. great movie. Yeah. I didn't, you didn't really say much. Did you want to say anything about the old one? Like, it's just kind of. No, it's just kind of there. It's a yeah. great movie. It's fun all the way through and it's not boring. Good job, you guys. It is still very dark, though. He's, yeah. I don't want to take away, like, the one we're about to get into is much darker. Yes. He, there, it is very murderous. It is very dark. He's very scary, mm-hmm. even in the old one. But there's also that, like, even Abbott and Costello come into the Invisible Man story later. Yeah. So it's a little more lighthearted. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about, I think we'll have a little bit more to talk about the 2020 Invisible Man remake starring Elizabeth Moss. We just got back and saw it. And y'all, spoilers ahead. I yeah. really urge you, if Go you have it. not seen it wait to listen to this review like honestly the premise is what is in the trailer Mm -hmm. it they're not hiding it from you this woman is in a very abusive relationship and she tries to get away from him but unfortunately he's an incredibly smart optic tech mogul and he's not gonna let that happen so he fakes his own death he creates a way to be invisible and he tortures her and Mm -hmm. drives her well, he tries to drive her insane, drive her insane, or, or convince other people yeah. that she's insane because she's not. Exactly. Imagine having to tell your closest friends that uh, the man that tortured me is not actually dead; he's invisible and he's still torturing me. Like right. everyone's just gonna think that the abuse that you have endured has driven you mad. But if you don't want to listen to any spoilers, let's just say great tribute to the original Invisible Man and go see it. Now, spoils your head. (laughs) Yes, so now we're going to get into the meat, if you will, of this film. So, first of all, all of the acting in this film. Amazing. But especially Elizabeth Moss. Amazing. Oh my god. Now, I have never seen Handmaid's Tale. You need to. (laughs) that's what I've heard. And I've heard she's also incredible in that. And this seems to be where she thrives is telling stories of oppressed women. Yeah. And that is, I said, I made a joke about typecast in the theater, but that's not necessarily a bad thing to typecast because it seems, and again, haven't seen Handmaid's Tale, she seems to be good at representation. Mm -hmm. And you would think that a woman coming out of an abusive relationship would be a weaker character, but right in the beginning, she is actually running away from him. And a Mm -hmm. lot of women don't ever get out. And so right off the bat, they're setting up a very strong female protagonist. Right. Even if she's painted to everyone else as weak and feeble and crazy. Yeah. And I don't know about for you, but right off the get-go, the very first scene is him sleeping and her trying to get out of the house undetected. High anxiety. Oh, yeah. High intensity scene. This movie keeps you tense the whole fucking time. Yes. Good job. Yeah. God damn. Yes. And the camera work and everything, like, we've seen a lot of 
Bloomhouse, Blumhouse, whatever you want to call it, films, they seem to just take every horror project. So I guess at that point when you're just doing everything horror and you're like the go-to horror production house, you're going to churn out everything from garbage to this. So, you know, they just came out with with Fantasy Island or whatever. Mm -hmm. We did not do that we're focusing less on hypes this year because we're doing the 100 years of horror so yeah and patreon and we got a lot on our plate <laughs> yeah we do and so we're going to the ones that we feel most interested matter in and matter. like tributes to old films like this or remakes or reimaginings mm-hmm. or ones that we're excited about mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't go to gretel and hansel because there have been several reimaginings of exactly. Hansel and Gretel and we didn't go to Fantasy Island and it seemed to not do very well and people didn't really seem to like it because it just, you know. Yeah. And Bloomhouse did that. And then they just came out and did this. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They, like, they fucking nailed it. it. Good job, you guys. And I think when you put together a great team and it had a great script and it a great director. Uh-huh. It doesn't really matter who's turning it out. So I don't want you to be discouraged because Blumhouse Because we were a little worried we seeing were, it, yeah, too. We're like, Ugh. Yeah, but, you know, like I said, it's like an actor that takes any job that's handed to them. Yeah. They're going to turn out some shit, but they're also going to have their hits. I right. think it has a lot to do with the team that's behind it. So just throwing that out there. We're not here to hate on Blumhouse, but just unfortunately, they seem to take on everything. Mm-hmm. So... But like you said, it keeps you tense from the minute that you get started. Yeah. And it doesn't doesn't really ever let you go because you know, even though they tell you that after she's suffered this horrendous abuse and she goes to stay with a friend that he's dead, you know what you're here for. Exactly. So you're, you're here for waiting. the invisible man. Exactly. It's, and it's not like you a know. spirit or a demon where he's like stuff's going to start moving or you're going to start hearing mm-hmm. things like you don't know. Maybe when you he's could. gonna show up you don't Maybe know you when he's there mm-hmm. or you know obviously when it starts because yeah. the movie's got to pick up eventually but well, you're you don't just like her you're point. sitting in the room with her going is he standing in that doorway we don't fucking know you have no idea and it's like you can look around for him like you know with demons and things like that sometimes you'll see shadows or, yeah or a curtain moves or something like that not a, not uh-uh. with invisibility, no. and that's something that horror hasn't really explored. It's kind of been reserved for superhero supervillains, which this does kind of make me think of like a supervillain. Oh, for sure, he would have turned into that. Later on in the film, you find out the way that he did this, where instead of an injection or a potion or something like that, it's actually a suit made mm-hmm. of tiny little cameras because which he's definitely an optics. feels real, right? That's something that if doesn't exist now, will someday. Which is terrifying. Yeah. That's going to be a military mm-hmm. weapon. Yep. Well, I don't want to be alive for that. Uh-huh. That's going to be a world that I don't want to see because of how terrifying it's going to be. But her face, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Like, she looks like she has been aged. Yeah. And I don't mean By that this in, in a bad, like, she's ugly. and I don't mean it like that. But, like, you can tell the prowess of an actress like of course nobody's gonna notice her performance in this just as far as awards go sadly but uh, i guess i guess as horror community we've kind of just accepted that and moved on Mm -hmm. but we still love them but if but if they were paying attention to horror i think she would get some sort of credit Mm -hmm. for this because it i put this on the same level as i put lupita nyong'o for us last year Mm -hmm. she does an amazing oh my god 
So she's so horrified by this. She's at her friend's house. She can't even go get the mail to the mailbox. Yeah. One day she does it and it's like a huge accomplishment. Yeah. Like the whole house cheers. She's with her friend who's a cop and her friend's daughter. Mm-hmm. And it starts slowly as like ghost and demon movies do. Exactly. She's making breakfast into the horror. and he turns up the burner. And fucking steals a knife. Yeah, he do do Fucking that. creepy as shit. Yeah. And then, of course, she starts to notice things. Hears him. Like, she's in her room at night all by herself on the computer, and she hears somebody walking around in the kitchen, moving things in the kitchen. You still gotta eat. It's fucking terrifying. Mm -hmm. So she goes out to the kitchen. He fucking opens the door behind her. He's like, bitch, I'm here. And it's not like he doesn't want her to know. No, he's not hiding it. No. He just wants it to be done in his own time, because Mm -hmm. he... She has said, like, not only... He had so much control over her in their relationship. He told her what to eat, mm-hmm. what to wear, and eventually what, what to, to say. think. Uh-huh. Like, she would be thinking something, like how to leave him, and he would be studying her and say, you can never leave me. Mm-hmm. If you do, I will find you, and you won't even know I'm there. So he's been working. He literally, I bet, worked on invisibility just to make sure that he could fuck with her. Well, yeah, eventually you find out that the key code to get to his invisible outfit is the day they met. So I totally agree with you, just to fuck with her. Mm-hmm. Psycho, man. Yep. Watch out, ladies. Like, <laughs> like, dating is scary. <laughs> money isn't everything. God. Because Jesus Christ, that house was everything. <laughs> but, and what I love about her, though, is once she does kind of figure it out. Now, what she she tries to reach out to her family and her friend. Mm-hmm. Of course, they don't believe her. Mm-hmm. And when what Adrian, who is the man, does is immediately tries to isolate her from them. Right, which he had already done when he was, quote-unquote, alive. So what's going to be different now? He sends an email to her sister. This is the only part that pissed me off. Yeah. Because they're on fucking... On her end? Or... On the sister's end. Oh. You can finish, sorry, and then I'll butt in. Well, no, I just... So he sends an email to her sister, and it's a long novel about how uh, you suffocate me, and I wish you were dead instead of Adrian. And the sister's like... Thank you for sending that. You fucking grew up with her. Do you honestly think that she would say that? And honestly, okay, let's just say, let's take this and and let's say I'm the sister real quick. Mm-hmm. And you were to send that email to me. And I had just saved you from this horrible, abusive situation where you're like, I need you to be on the road at four o'clock in the morning yeah. because I've got to run. And then not only did I pick you up, but he was so upset. He busted in your car window with his fist. Exactly. I would be like, okay. Yeah. I understand that you're going through a lot right now and he had control from you and you're trying to break that i would not hold that against you in that moment like it's something that we may need to go work on because it doesn't it doesn't take because you find out this is all within like a month yeah well also he is a tech genius that's what you see he's like this billionaire playboy that has all this technology you honestly think that he couldn't figure out how to send an email from her account before he killed himself quote unquote. and that's what i was about that's to say bullshit he could have scheduled it exactly for you not to believe her in that moment is stupid and pisses me off and also for somebody to be uh, you can tell by the way she looks that she is still not yeah. mentally well she's like, fucking shocked when you say that to her she's like what email are you fucking talking about she could have been in a manic rate like you know especially if she isn't sleeping because she's so terrified 
lack of sleep does a lot of shit to our body. I mm-hmm. would just assume, like, that was a shortcoming on the sister's fault. I realized she was hurt. Yeah. You know, I would have just been like, I was really hurt by the email you sent me. Like, can we talk about yeah. it? And, and then, then I'm pull like, it what up the fuck are you talking about? Bullet points exactly. Of, you know. Exactly. So that's just like a little thing where, like, but they had to set up. I, some sort of like oh, isolation they yes. had to get her away from her loved ones and then she realizes you know it, that's exactly what he's doing and that's when this starts amping up mm-hmm. so how's he gonna isolate her from the friend that she's staying with his daughter who she's got oh she's inherited five million dollars yeah. by the way he's faked his own death mm-hmm. so it doesn't ever really get into how he did that which I would like to know. I would also like because to know. there's a photo of him like that slit his wrist. Yeah, but his brother is like a high-powered attorney. And yeah, he's that's a all I was thinking. Like money talks, he exactly. could pay somebody off, or just like uh, he could have probably made a fake body that looked so fucking mm-hmm. real that had his fingerprints. Like he made an invisibility suit. Yeah, he. I'm sure he could have figured this out. Exactly, like, somebody. Would have figured Which is out. something she even says later. Like, they talk about how he was kidnapped and shoved in a duct, basically, by his own brother. And she even says, she's like, he faked his own death. He could have faked his own kidnapping, too. Don't, don't even try. Yeah. So, the brother calls her in and says, oh, by the way, he left you $5 million. You get 100000 of it every month. Which, sweet. $100,000 every fucking month. Holy shit. I would go on vacation. Yeah, that'd because be the first thing i do. How is he going to get on a plane? I guess he could just walk onto a plane and stand on a plane the whole time. But there's not a lot of room on a plane for a dude. Someone's going to bump into you <laughs> and they have to pee. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm saying. Like, I guess they could ride in cargo, but it's hard to breathe down there, yeah. you know? Like, shit. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm getting on a plane. He's Bye. got a lot of money. He probably has his own jet. Yeah. Maybe his brother takes it on vacation. That's yeah. true. That's true. I mean, he's going to find a way. He already said exactly. that. But like, and that's the scariest thing about like villains or like people this intelligent and this powerful. Mm-hmm. So the brother is, we said that he was, he hated Adrian just as much. And he was like, mm-hmm. just as glad that he was dead. So you think that, you know, Adrian's family hates him just as much. Blah, blah, blah. She gets the money. She gives them like 10, she's depositing $10,000 a month or something mm-hmm. into a college fund for the the daughter of her friend that she's staying with. So these ties run deep mm-hmm. of these friends that she's staying with. So the daughter comes into her room one night and she's just in a ball on the floor sobbing. Yeah. Because she knows this is happening to her. And how terrifying. Right? You no one believes him, you. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's probably standing right there going, Watching yes, you cry. Cry. Exactly. You know, like, I'm digging this. She's fucking smart, though. She picks it up fast after this moment, after this scene. Yeah. So the little girl, she's not little. She's probably like 16, 17. Yeah. She's like On getting her way ready to, to go college. to college. Yeah. So she's probably in her junior, senior year, mm-hmm. an upperclassman. She comes in. She's like, let's get dad out of the house one night. And let's have a girls night. Like, eat cake. And then he fucking, like, punches her oh, or yeah. hits her really hard and of course she thinks that she did it right well who else is in that room but the two of them mm-hmm. and then we get one of my favorite scenes in the film mm-hmm. so of course her dad is furious yeah. and he's like you need to get the fuck out of my house i'm gonna take my daughter out of here because i gotta get her away from you because they think that she Just, beat the shit yeah. out of her kid like her you know mm-hmm. and she's like i swear to god i didn't but it's futile. Mm-hmm. Nobody believes her. Yeah. Who's going to believe that an invisible man mm-hmm. is stalking her? Well, yeah. What's the real 
thing behind this that probably happened. He probably killed himself and she's going insane. Which is still sad, though. Yes. Like, somebody <laughs> should still take care yes. of this woman. <laughs> but, yes. So she goes, and you were literally like, go get a knife. You and I were great. The whole time we're like, get him. Fucking get him. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you can't just go around hurting people like Go that. get a knife. Be like, come at me, bro. And yeah. start slashing. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I would do. Yeah. And I was even like sitting next to you in the theater and I was like, you know, simulating holding a knife and just like, stab it. Get him, get him, get him. In the <laughs> air, yeah. And Brad's next to me and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm stabbing. Both of us, <laughs> we were very like moving in this film because we kept slashing and. We're in the back. Nobody oh, can no, see can. us. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're not ruining it. And we're just like, bah, 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 you know. <laughs> and so she gets coffee grounds mm-hmm. and she sits in one part smart. of her room and she scatters the coffee and she's like, I'm going to see your footprints. But, unfortunately, she's smart, but she's not smarter than him. Yeah. Like, just intelligence-wise, she's not smarter than he is. He's not just going to, like, walk through. Yeah, why would he? He could literally stand in the doorway and stare at her the whole time instead of walking through. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, honestly, if I was him, I would just, like... <sighs> yeah, right? Know, like, now what? Yeah. You don't know if I'm going to walk towards you, but um, your coffee grounds are gone. Mm-hmm. You know. There were a couple scenes where he is fucking scary. Oh my god, he's scary the whole time. Yeah, I mean, before she even gets to this point, there she's scared, so she's laying in bed with the, the teenager because she doesn't want to sleep alone, and the blanket gets pulled off of him. And that doesn't wake her up, but she wakes up in a second, she goes to get the blanket, like, like why the fuck did it end up at the foot of the bed going up over a footboard? But what whatever, she's tired. She picks up the blanket, and he fucking is standing on it. Yeah, and she knows their feet that are standing on it, too. Like, and it, when that happens, too, the the little girl, no, I keep calling her little, Mm -hmm. but she's little than everyone under me, yeah. The daughter grabs fucking pepper spray, and she's like, I'm ready. Oh, she's fucking great. I love that shit. She's ready. And you know that she's not powerless, either. Right. Keep that in mind for later. But that does get it started. So things have happened up to this point. Mm Mm-hmm. But she gets this idea, and she grabs a phone and calls his cell phone number. Yeah. And it vibrates above her head in the attic. So he's just been hanging out in the attic right above her room. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. Makes me think of those, like, stories. Have you seen the stories of homeless people just, like, hiding in people's houses? Yes, it creeps me out. I'm sorry. We should do an HHH eventually. (laughs) Haunted happy hour, except (laughs) this is not haunting, and these are just real people living in people's houses. Oh, God, that creeps me out. But, yeah, so yeah. he's just been chilling up there. And so she goes up there, which I would never do. Ever. I mean, like, I know that why she's doing it. Yeah. But, like, she goes up on the ladder. First of all, he could just kick the ladder out from under you, break your legs, and you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, that's not a long fall, but if all you have to do is land wrong and you're going to break an ankle or your yep. foot or something, it doesn't really matter how long, far the fall is. You go up there, or he just takes the ladder away. Which, that's what I thought he was going to do. Yeah. He doesn't, but that's what I thought. Well, and then even the ladder eventually does fall, and it's you see that she's got some killer upper body strength, and she just yeah, kind of like does. drops out. What you see in the beginning, because she has to get up and over this huge wall to get away from him, so you kind of see that she's already got She's probably some been strength. working out for a while. She's like, yeah. i got to get over. It's a big, giant concrete wall that he has surrounding his fucking mm-hmm. mansion on the side of a cliff. Like, she probably has... Practiced. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. But this has got some good jump scares in it that are not fake jump scares. They're fucking real. Oh, yeah. One of them is the scene. She's up there. She finds his phone again. And then she hears stuff behind her. He even, like, eventually says surprise. He texts her surprise the whole time. Surprise. Or he says it or stuff like that. It's, it's like his keyword. 
and she hears something behind her, and we're like, oh, fuck, you took the fucking ladder. He didn't. She gets over there, and she's fucking smart as shit. She throws a thing of paint right at the hole where you see nothing, and he's his face was, like, right there his staring head, at her. And it was How a good fucking one. creepy. It was a good jump scare. Yeah, it was. When you get to bring out the Invisible Man, it's always kind of scary because, like, yeah. he's been kind of this figure that he has been looming, but you know... We know as a viewer that with, like, ghosts and demons, they can always manifest kind of as anything they want. So, like, let's just take something we saw last year. I'm going to go. I know it wasn't that great. But Curse of La Llorona, for example, Mm -hmm. we know that she could be standing in a corner and we're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And that she's going to jump at us. But this, even if he moves, we know we're not going to see it. Exactly. So the jump scares are real. They're not cheap. Because he is right there. Yeah, because, like, in the... conjuring films and in demon spirit movies you know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. and that the nun or whatever the demon is is gonna all of a sudden be in your face and exactly what you're gonna see but you don't really know where right. he's at or how they're going to uncover him in this which is really smart and the camera work and just the suspense they build like yeah they're looking at a corner right now but you don't know any more than she does if he's actually in that corner exactly so for a lot of the movie you pretty much are her yes which is really fucking cool when you have to be just as scared not just as because like you know you're not gonna get killed but when you're in the shoes of the character Mm -hmm. more so than in other films because you know just as much as they do because it's just not been done like this before Mm -hmm. and even if it had you know invisibility is not played out yet we've only done it you know in in the 30s and 40s that's it at least in big films maybe some indie films that i don't know about but Mm -hmm. In mainstream horror. Hollow Man. That was, you know, 2000s. Yeah. So it's fucking scary. Yes. It's effectively scary. Yes, it is. And not only that, but the fact that he has so much power over her emotionally, even before he was invisible, is also scary. Yes. Because what if she was a weaker person? Mm -hmm. It would have broken her. Oh, yeah. There's a couple times where you're like, is she going to persevere or is she going to go backwards? I looked at you at a point in this film. And I was like, oh, I just fucking kill myself. Yeah. Bye. Like, I, and, it, and not even just because I would want it to be over. I don't want you to get to play with me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't deserve to get to torture me. And if I take myself off the table, you don't get to do it anymore. Right. So you don't want me to kill myself. You want to keep me alive just to torture me. I'm not going to give you that gratification anymore. So right. that would be, in my eyes, a win. Right. For me. And the only reason she doesn't do that is because eventually he kills her sister in a public place and makes it look like Elizabeth Moss did did it. it. Yeah. And that's the only thing I think that keeps her going at the end is because he fucking fucking killed her sister. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to fuck. She's going to fucking kill him. I guess that's true. Like at that point, you know, at one point it's like when you turn everyone against me, it's like you like, and she even says you have nothing else you can take from Mm -hmm. me. I think at that point, but yeah, I guess if he killed, family and Mm -hmm. friends i'd be like all right i don't even care if i go to jail because i'm already here you've already put me here exactly so that's fine i'll look as crazy as anybody wants me to look and she does a good fucking job of bringing Mm -hmm. him him on that on are you really gonna she tries like she's gonna kill herself but it's a way to get him out of the shadows and it fucking works yeah he grabs her wrist as she's trying to kill him herself and then she just fucking stabs him over and over with this pen and i'm like yes yeah 
So when she goes to, she goes to see her sister because she actually goes back to his house and she finds out that he made a suit that makes him invisible. Mm -hmm. And she makes the machine make another one. And she stashes it where there's a little compartment in the closet in the house that they lived in together. Smart fucking girl. Because she knows she can't get out of there because they have a dog and it alerts her to there's somebody else in this house that she can't see. Mm -hmm. She's not going to fucking make it outside with this suit. She'll be lucky if she makes it outside with herself. Yeah. So she stashes it in a compartment that she actually hid her bug out bag in. Mm -hmm. And she basically keeps it there for safekeeping. And now she's got to go tell someone I have proof Mm -hmm. and I can tell you where it is, but I can't actually because... I'm pretty sure he's listening. So yeah, like, and so she's she's like, okay, sister, they're in a fucking crowded restaurant. She's like, I have proof. And right as she's about to tell her, he grabs a knife, and they actually both see the knife floating yeah. there. And then she, he fucking cuts her sister's throat in the middle of this restaurant and shoves the knife in her hand. Yeah, and we were sitting in the theater like, oh, we were my like, God. no, you don't expect the main character's family or friends to actually. Die. Or even if they are, it's not going to be in the middle of a crowded restaurant, right? Horror just doesn't do that, right? She's going to get a fucking call did or it. something. Exactly. You know. No. You expect him to kill her sister in her apartment or something, not at a fucking table in a crowded restaurant. All of a sudden, her throat's getting cut. Oh, yeah. It's like, <gasps> it was so good. It was shocking. Mm-hmm. Like, we, nobody was expecting mm-hmm. it. You just expected her to, like, maybe get in her car and it crashed because she knew or something. Right. Nope. And that's what lands her in a psychiatric prison mm-hmm. where of course nobody believes her mm-hmm. and his brother comes to her and says the conditions of you getting this money were that you were not a criminal and now you're a criminal mm-hmm. so you can either fight this or you can which is going to cost you a lot of money or you can forfeit it or there's a third option which she recently finds out she was pregnant and they were trying to have a baby but she was secretly taking birth control which adrian find, finds out because he's a narcissist Crazy. control freak. And he had switched the birth control. And so she is pregnant with his child. And the brother says, oh, yeah, I'm in on this. And uh, he's watching you. And he knows. And if you have the child and come back to him, everything can go back to normal. And she causes a scene. And that's when she grabs one of his pins. And back in her room, she goes to slit her wrists. And not to kill herself, but like you said, to, to bring him out. him out. And that's kind of when this final act of the film happens. So this is when in the psychiatric ward, she does stab through his suit. And it becomes glitchy. Over and over. She is good. Not one time and run away like a damsel in distress. She yeah. fucking gets at him. Because they've had several altercations at this point. Like once in the house that same night, she poured oh paint on him. Oh my god, she was so fucking good. After yeah. that, the paint scene... She he chases her down into the kitchen and we're just like grab a knife grab this grab and she fucking does I every single like, time we're like yeah she was laying next to plates and I was making the motion like, like grab, grab the grab, plate grab and the she plate. did and yeah. just right over his head and she does so good at yeah. trying to survive mm-hmm. you and I were like jumping up and down in this movie so good yeah and so she does start actually physically going at it with him and then now. This is a prison, so there are cameras. Lots of cops. Everywhere. And now his suit is glitching, and the cops are seeing him. And he is killing them one Left by and one. Right. He goes through, like, six or seven cops. Because he's not being seen all the time. He's just having a few moments of glitching out mm-hmm. where they can see him. But then he goes to be invisible again. But now people are seeing him. Mm-hmm. And she's not crazy anymore. Exactly. And then there's this kind of, like, final, like, you know... 
they kind of have an altercation. She escapes trying to get him. And she is finally in that. You know, we fi- we get our final girls a lot. And they finally get fucking fed up. Yes. She's been this way since her sister died, pretty mm-hmm. much. Which has been quite a while at this point. Mm-hmm. And so she goes after him. And it's raining. And you can see, even when he's invisible rain dripping off of his suit Mm -hmm. so you do get some visibility on him and he basically says i'm never gonna kill you i'm gonna kill your loved ones i'm i'm gonna kill people you care about and now you for being disobedient basically just got someone else killed are gonna be the responsible for the death of an innocent young girl and so he's gonna go kill her his sydney the daughter of the cop correct so she basically steals a car. <laughs> yes, she does. That was pretty good. And calls her friend and says, your daughter's in danger. Mm-hmm. And we get to the house and Sydney is awakened and sprays pepper spray yeah. immediately. So obviously the guy starts fucking freaking out because he just got pepper sprayed and good for her she fights back but he starts to strangle her but her dad comes home and he almost doesn't make it before before elizabeth Elizabeth moss's character gets in there because she sprays him with a fire extinguisher and fucking shoots him but over and over yeah here's the twist when we take the mask off it is adrian's brother Mm -hmm. not adrian and adrian was actually found in his house shoved in a basement duct Mm -hmm. and it was his brother the whole time sure it was his brother's been a spineless jellyfish who's been ruled by the rich brother adrian the whole fucking time of course he probably convinced him to hey i need you to get the heat off of me and convince her it was you no and by the way, I'm going to get you killed. But exactly, of course, he right? didn't know that he was going to yeah. be killed. He just assumed, I'm invisible. Nothing I need you to go to kill me. all of her loved ones right now. Thanks. Yeah. So, of course, she is not convinced that it wasn't Adrian. Because like you said, he faked his death. He can fake his kidnapping. Yeah. And everyone's like, okay. Well, her friend is like, don't keep that to yourself. Yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> like, saying that. We need to get you out of here. <laughs> because now people are like, okay, well, maybe she wasn't crazy. She maybe didn't kill her sister. Like, okay, what? I we, Nobody knows. Let's yeah. just not, like, go after this abused woman. Like, okay, whatever. Which, I guess there was a security camera of him glitching out. Like, because he basically said, ah, people at the hospital saw weird shit. But mm-hmm. he doesn't actually say it's on camera that he did these things. Right. Because nobody really saw who did it. It was just some man that was like. Like a suit that was glitching in and out. And then people were dying. And it wasn't her because she was on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, I get they can't really pin it on her anymore. Mm-hmm. So, she's not convinced it wasn't Adrian. Yeah, because he's convinced her that she's crazy forever. Yeah, why would that change? Yeah. So she decides to call him. But in the theater at this point when she's like, hey, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you called. None of us are convinced that she's going back to him. We're like, no, 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 Well, yeah, because she's laying in bed with the teenage girl again, just watching her sleep. Like, okay, I've got to get rid of him before he fucks with them again. He's not done. No. And she's still pregnant with his child. Mm -hmm. So she goes back to his house one night and is like, if you want to be in this child's life, we've got to start with honesty. I need you to tell me that you did this. And she's wired and her Mm -hmm. friend is listening because she told him, I'm going to go to his house and get a confession. Mm -hmm. But 
She goes, she starts, he won't admit to yeah. it. And he gets close to her and says the word surprise. The key word this whole time. That he's been saying to her every time he gets close to her. So she fucking knows. She's like, I fucking knew it, bitch. Yeah. So she goes to clean herself up after she starts crying. And then he's got security cameras on his house because he's fucking crazy. Yeah. All of a sudden you see him take a knife and slit his own Just throat. Just like her sister. Yeah. Died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then she you, comes running in the room. Oh my god! What happened? She calls nine one one. Oh my god! He killed himself. Da da da. Where you know we as the audience remember that suit that she set aside in their closet. So she, she fucking slit yeah. his throat. And she goes away into a little corner where he can still see her while he's dying, but the cameras can't. And she just looks at me. And she goes, "Surprise!" It's great. It's well, because he's still alive. Yeah. When she got that last moment of gratification, her friend is like, "You didn't." You didn't want to come here to get a confession, did you? I actually don't believe that. I believe that if he had confessed, she would have stopped. But he didn't. I'd fucking kill you, too. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have... I would have killed him either way. Well, honestly. I mean, that's fair, yeah. Yeah. I would have killed him either way. And I love how long... The last moment that you get in this film, the, mu- the there's this triumphant score at the end, this mm-hmm. music at the end, and it stays on her face for a really long Until time. And you get a little bit of a smile. And you get a smile and she closes her eyes. And the whole time it's talking about how she can't close her eyes to go to sleep. And she can't sleep and she can't do this. She closes her eyes and you see peace on her face for the first time. And it stays there for a long time mm-hmm. before it cuts to, you know, directed by, written by. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the perfect way to end this film. Was finally she's gotten some peace and he is dead. And also, this is the first time the audience has gotten relief from mm-hmm. being tense the whole the time. The whole time. This movie is gripping from start to finish. I wanted to stand up and clap. Me too. And that's the first time that I've wanted to do that since Little Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> For very different reasons. Exactly. You know, be, because we go to a lot of movies, and not as many this year, but we're watching a lot of movies. Yeah. And it gets really exhausting to see the same film Mm-hmm. Over and over and over. Oh, you know they're going to jump there. And oh, I know what's happening next. And This movie was the first one that's gotten me. One, on the jump scares. And two, just on... The story? The, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Great absolutely. Story. And the believability of it all and how you felt about all of the characters. I almost yeah. cried when he killed her sister. Like, I didn't really care much about Same. the sister. Same. I was tearing But I cared up. about her. Yes. We're like, are you fucking kidding me? Give her a break. And you are fighting so hard for her because she is fighting so hard. Mm-hmm. And you also know on the same, this is a little more serious. Yes, no, there's not like invisible men going around torturing women, but this is abuse is a real abuse thing. Is a, and this is how abused women feel yeah. constantly, and they don't always escape. But that doesn't mean this isn't happening to them right. in a similar way. So you know, it's kind of like you're rooting for all abused women, right? So like, this to is get kind him. of their beacon, mm-hmm. you know. Like she, it's kind of like she killed you know, a symbol of abuse, which is also one of the big reasons I feel like we were like wanting to stand up and cheer because finally this abuser got taken down by his victim. Yeah. And this rich white male who got away with everything up to this point. In his whole life. Yeah. Good job. You really want to go Lee, go Elizabeth, go everybody in this movie. Absolutely. Oh my fucking God. And Jason Blum produced it and he did a great job. So, you know, he's not a, bad at yeah. this i think he like i said i think he just 
they just take everything because they're the go-to horror kind of producer now so unfortunately that just means that they're going to turn out some shit and you know what if they'll do this every now and then i will give them a pass to make their money because if they're going to allot their money and their resources to pay people like elizabeth moss and these directors and writers and producers to do this then okay Turn out your shit, make that money to put money into projects like this, and you can keep doing that, and I will give you a pass. Yeah, totally agree. Not that that matters. <laughs> Not that my pass matters, but, you know, you have to make the money to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are some problems. So if you get really hung up on how the fuck did that happen? How the fuck did she get there? Yeah, how you're the not fuck did like he get it. there? But I think that even people that do get hung up on that kind of stuff can appreciate... There's enough good. Exactly. It's not like it's a shitty movie with a bunch of plot holes. But there are plot holes. There's, like, a couple times where you're, like, movie logic how? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That is, like, one of the things, you know, where you're, like, lit. But it's not... It's not super annoying because everything else makes up for it. So you got to have a little bit of give and take with that. Because if a director and a writer had to fill every single plot hole, movies would be like four hours long. Or they just wouldn't be made at all. Right. Because that's not why we're in a movie. It's an invisible man. (laughs) Exactly. If we have to explain every single thing about the movie, then we're just not going to make it at all. Mm -hmm. So I will give a pass to that personally Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna give it a five out of five yeah and maybe maybe it would be a lesser rating had we seen anything out in theaters for a while that had been good but Mm -hmm. you know it's the last thing we we ended 2019 with black christmas (laughs) i don't really remember much yeah you know from the end of last year and then we had the grudge and the turning and those weren't very good yeah, so I'm going to give it the first five of 2020. And yeah. hopefully we saw the trailer for Candyman today. Oh, that looked damn good. We've got some remakes or sequels going on this year. But honestly, I'm kind of excited about them. Yeah. They seem like they're going to be good ones. Yeah, and then some of the originals I'm excited about. I was excited for The Turning, so I'm kind of disappointed about that. Yeah, I also, five out of five, I think this is the best movie, best horror movie I've seen in theaters in a long fucking time. I mean, I put her performance up there with... Lupita Nyong'o's with us, and that mm-hmm. was probably one of the last really, really good ones that I remember. I mean, we did see some really good ones. Like, we did, but we, this is the first time I've wanted to cheer in a theater. Correct. Like, like oh my god. 2019 standouts for me were us and Little Monsters, and then we also saw Brightburn was pretty okay. Midsummer was Midsummer great. was good. Prodigy was not too bad. But those aren't jumping good. up and down films. This no. one you are rooting for Correct. her the whole fucking Correct. time. Yeah. And then you finally get that release at the end of She Fucking Kills Him. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. So you guys should definitely go see it. Hopefully. I mean, even if we did, you did listen to this and ignore our go see, still it. go see it. Yeah, you should still go see it because you should still support it. It's worth it. a watch. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. And I will definitely purchase this. Even though I've seen it, I, it is definitely still rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Like, I even the tense moments don't, I don't think will lose their rewatchability. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. So, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you being here. Moving on, we only have, oh my God, we're going to get to episode 100. Like, sooner than we think it's coming (laughs) well thank you for being here again you can hang out with us on all of our social medias the extra sisters podcast or the extra sisters on twitter and thank you so much to our patrons if you would like to become a patron we have two tiers 
$1 a month and $5 a month. Those are the only two tiers. We get some cool extra content. We have a really funny idea that I think we're going to do, but we're going to have to be really drunk to do it. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I think it's going to have to do with it's gonna be fucking horror funny, fan fiction and if we can get through it. Yeah. But uh, that's kind of down the chute. I don't know. But it will be Patreon exclusive. So you can head over to patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters podcast if you want to check that out. And to our patrons, we appreciate you guys so much. And thank you for being part of our family. And next time, last year you demanded it, but that was just the beginning. Till then, stay creepy.